Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Barefoot Office, where to deal with the cold in the house, I'm actually wearing socks, although I've transitioned out to the hammock, eight feet above the ground. And I'm grateful to be able to spend some time with you and spend some time with Jesus. Now that we're back into the weekday to Monday, we're in Matthew again, 19 verses 13 to 22. I invite you to take a deep breath and let it out to close your eyes and just wait for a moment. And as we read these words, just notice what word or phrase sticks out to you. Then small children were brought to Jesus, that he might lay hands upon them and pray. But the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Leave the little children be, and do not prevent them from coming to me, for such is the kingdom of the heavens. And laying hands upon them, he departed from there. And look, Someone approaching him said, Teacher, what good thing may I do in order that I may have the life of the age? And he said to him, Why do you question me concerning the good? One there is who is good, but if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He says to him, Which ones? And Jesus says, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. The young man says to him, All of these I have kept. What am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you shall have treasury in the heavens, and come follow me. But the young man, hearing the counsel, went away in sorrow, for he was someone who had many possessions. What word or phrase sticks out to you? For me, it was, which ones? But then also, all of these I have kept, what am I still lacking? And give to the poor. The second time as we read, where do you see God in this passage? What seems to you like it's calling out to you with a greater meaning? Something that makes you think about life, the universe, or everything. What do you hold as holy in these words? Then small children were brought to him that he might lay hands upon them and pray. But the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Leave the little children be, and do not prevent them from coming to me, for of such is the kingdom of the heavens. And laying hands upon them, he departed from there. And look, someone approaching him said, Teacher, what good thing may I do in order that I may have the life of the age? And he said to him, Why do you question me concerning the good? One there is who is good, but if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He says to him, Which ones? 
And Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. The young man says to him, All of these I have kept. What am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you shall have a treasury in the heavens, and come, follow me. But the young man, hearing the counsel, went away in sorrow, for he was someone who had many possessions. What word or phrase sticks out to you, and how does it show you where God is in this passage? For me, I was thinking of many things. I was thinking of the song that I learned from Steve Green, Hide Him in Your Heart Melodies, Let the Little Children Come, Let the Little Children Come, Let the Little Children Come to Me. Let the little children come, let the little children come, let the little children come to me. And do not forbid them, do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And I was thinking about what it means to have the life of the age and how Jesus says you enter it by following the commandments and thinking about how perhaps cynically, perhaps correctly, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot recently about commandments and about establishment and about expectations and about social pressure and about rules And how following the rules will give you one kind of meaning in your life. I've been someone who has tried to follow all the rules as an adult child of an alcoholic. I've had a constant never-ending battle with my own sixth sense about determining what the social rules are and trying to follow them and never transgress against any of them for any reason to make peace as an Enneagram 9, to avoid people's anger and any personal criticism as an adult child of an alcoholic. And so I've tried to stay within the bounds of those rules. But in a lot of my thinking today, I've noticed that there's meaning outside of those rules and there's life outside of those rules. And cynically, that those rules were put in there by someone who was afraid of what damage they'd experienced on the other side. But damage or pain or suffering is not a sign that there is no life. It's not something to be shied away from, but a sign that there is life. A life worth having. I see it in, well, perhaps I won't go down that road just now, but... The pain that I see people have is because they care about things. And I've attempted not to care about things so as not to experience pain, and that is to have it backwards. And then finally, I was felt very, I don't know if it's 
recording earlier in the evening or that I had a deep funk this afternoon and I'm kind of out of it, which is nice, but had a lot of reflections reading the second time. And the last one was that these commandments that Jesus starts with are the 10 commandments. And I don't remember, I can't rattle all 10 of them off like I could have once, perhaps in eighth grade for sure. And not which ones are which numbers, but it seems that Jesus starts with the you shall nots and then tacks back and adds honor your father and mother onto the you shall nots, which I do know is the fourth commandment to honor your father and mother. And then he gives three more commandments to round out to the ten. But rather than have no other gods or do not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, he says, sell your possessions, give to the poor, come follow me. Maybe it's Jesus's way of saying, the gospel writer's way of saying, if you want to have no other gods, if you want to keep the name of God holy, these are the things you should do. Sell your possessions, give to the poor, and come and follow me. Which is a relief to me and gives me some joy tonight because today, having talked about it here and there on the pod and in other places, I finally today went and I tithed my last week's pay to an organization in Minneapolis called Northside Achievement Zone. And even though it hurt to give the money away, it felt good to give it to something greater than myself, to an organization that works for families and children of color on the North Side for equity in a way that is holistic and incredible and powerful. And I am now a part of their work in this small way. And maybe can claim to have found some meaning and have found God in that today. This third time as we read, what is God calling you to do or to be in these words? Then small children were brought to him that he might lay hands upon them and pray. But the disciples rebuked them. And Jesus said, Leave the little children be, and do not prevent them from coming to me, for such is the kingdom of the heavens. And laying hands upon them, he departed from there. And look, someone approaching him said, Teacher, what good thing may I do in order that I may have the life of the age? And he said to him, Why do you question me concerning the good? One there is who is good, but if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He says to him, which ones? And Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. The young man says to him, all of these I have kept, what am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, if you wish to be perfect... Go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you shall have a treasury in the heavens. And come, follow me. But the young man, hearing the counsel, went away in sorrow, for he was someone who had many possessions. 
what is God calling you to do or to be in this passage? Two things that I noticed and thought in this third reading. One was that I'm glad Jesus doesn't say what I might have said. In order to have life of the age, in order to be perfect, in order to experience fulfillment, you need not be angry. Or rather, you you need not be angry? You need to not be angry. Never yell at your children. Never stomp around the house in a rage. Never be consumed with a desire to go into your garage and scream. Never grab a baseball bat and just hit the trunk of the tree that needs to come down in your yard. Because as I do what a coach that I met with for a while said... To feel your anger is to become more whole. But to become whole scares me because anger scares me because I have some traumatic memories around anger and rage and physical violence. And so I don't want to be angry, and yet I know that really I should. Even as I sat with a desire to hit something, to yell, to pound on something, and realized, oh, I'm angry. And I sat and I told myself, I'm angry. And it took longer than I was comfortable with, but it passed. And I'm glad that Jesus didn't say, you can't have that feeling. Or rather, it's not true that you can't have that feeling to enter into the life of the age. But the other thing I noticed was he had many possessions. Spending time sleeping in the basement of the house where I sleep when I'm here, there are so many possessions. I'm constantly frustrated in the dining room and in the backyard because there are so many possessions And even as I know life is not to be found in those possessions, we accumulate more and more and more. And whether it's Marie Kondo or the simple act of tidying up or a minimalistic lifestyle, life is not to be found in those possessions. And so I want to work to be more intentional to get rid of them. Books I'll never read again. Toys my children don't play with. Things that are broken and awaiting repair that will never come. And that is what I can give myself to giving some excess energy to tomorrow. And that will be enough. The prayer for the Sunday closest to June 22nd. O Lord, make us have perpetual love and reverence for your holy name, for you never fail to help and govern those whom you have set upon the sure foundation of your loving kindness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, 
one God, forever and ever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours. For you have within you the light of God's presence, and you are the light of the world. Always. Thank you.